Hey everyone, I'm Rachel, a walking juxtaposition and wearer of many hats. I live with my wife and triplet daughters in Asheville, North Carolina. I'm a book fanatic and author of You Are Not the Thoughts You Think. And I'm Megan, a stay-at-home mom and entrepreneur residing in Dallas, Texas. I live with my husband, two kids, two dogs, and two cats. I'm a fitness and mental health enthusiast, and in between the busy life of being a mom and wife, I'm the owner of my small business called The Love Within Us, where we focus on spreading love and light through self-empowerment. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? It is uh, day 576 of Christmas break. Oh, yeah. So I feel that. <laughs> I think we went through our entire set of activities I had planned for the two weeks in the first day. I was going to say like the first two days and it's like, oh, what do we do now? <laughs> so now we're in the wing in it stage, just going great. Hmm. Now we've had yeah. a lot of fun. We had some friends over yesterday, no day before yesterday. And it was the first time our kids had met Aww. and uh, my girls can get a little shy. Sometimes uh, we were supposed to go hiking, but it was rainy and cold. So we decided, you know what, let's just nix the hiking and do something. So I said, well, I'll put together some Christmassy activities and y'all come over here and play. So I set out, I was really proud of myself. It was really fun. We have this bucket it's like a bucket of snowballs, but it's like those like felty. Yeah. 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 Like the yarn. Things. Yeah. Um, so we have a bucket of those and I gave each of my kids a few and they hid in the house. And then I put the, at the rest of the bucket out inside our front door and put a little note on it. that said, arm yourselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we waited and I heard them get in, she heard the mom, our friend, she was like, get, get, get the snowballs, get the snowballs. And they knocked on the door and I opened it and I was like, go get them. And they ran in and it was just snowballs flying everywhere. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. They had a great time. So we did that in like a gingerbread house and paint made clay trinkets and stuff. And so lots of fun entertain, entertainment. And now we're out of activities. Yeah. Oh, well, that sounds like a really great memory. And, um, I think it's also special to like hide the snowballs, right? So you don't have them every single day. So you hide them for like a few days, but then you bring them back out or it like becomes like a Friday thing or something or. Yep. You just start throwing them at each other. Yeah. It was like the perfect icebreaker. They acted after that, they acted like they've known each other for years. They all got along great. It's a brilliant idea. It was kudos. I know. I was so proud of myself. Yeah. (laughs) This is so good. So now I need these snowballs. Yeah. Yeah. They just come in this bucket and I keep them like with our Christmas decorations and stuff. So the Christmas books get put away, the snowballs get put away. So they only get to play with them uh, when we get out the Christmas tree and everything. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. I love that. That could be something that they look forward to every Christmas, almost like a tradition. Tradition. And there's Mm -hmm. our word for the day. Tradition. That wasn't even a planned segue and look how, look how well that worked. I know. I was like, okay, she's talking about this. I'm like, this is, this is good. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to sneak that one in there. Yeah. Look at you. (laughs) (laughs) So we really didn't have um, a word today, you know, with, with the holidays and everything we, we have, um, Rachel and I have have tried to be really diligent, diligent about still meeting. Um, But I think last week got away from us. 
life and yep. kids are home and um, not that we don't want to do a podcast, but also like, we also want to just spend time with our kids because they're usually at school and priorities. Yeah. It's finding that um, kind of new balance in the few weeks that they're home, but we had a couple words and we landed with traditions, which I think is perfect going in or, you know, in the midst, in the middle of the holiday season. Yes. What's your favorite tradition that you guys have? <clears throat> oh man. Well, that's a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I have traditions, I think, from childhood that I really look forward to. And that is my mom would always make sausage balls Christmas morning. It was kind of like you woke up and the house smelled like that. So it was more of a, like, not just presence, but it was based on your senses, your other senses and um, the flavor and the taste and the smell that it fumigated the house. And it was just, you know, there's that memory. Um, and we still do that. So when we go over to my parents and have our family Christmas there, um, she usually makes sausage balls every, every, uh, Christmas morning. It's not always Christmas and maybe Christmas Eve or the day after, but you, you get it. Your Christmas there. Yeah. Yeah. And then with my husband's family, ever since, you know, we were together and, and got married, uh, we go to the Arboretum every year, the Dallas Arboretum, and they have obviously a ton of lights and decorations, but they do these, the 12 days of Christmas, there's these big um, displays, and so each one has the 12 days, so partridge in a pear tree all the way to the 12, and we specifically go at nighttime, so uh, we'll go and get dinner, and then we go and do that, so that's a tradition that I always look forward to with his family. And then I think, I think like within my family, just my husband and my kids, it's one of those things where we're still building and experimenting what traditions we like, which I think is why traditions is such a, almost like a, a unique word because it can be loaded, <laughs> loaded question. But with my family, we started doing the 12 books I really love that. Um, we usually try to do like a cookie decorating thing. Haven't gotten to that this year. We always do like a matching pajama and a photo. I think that's more of a, a me thing I like. I'm not sure the kids would say they love that tradition, you know. What about you? Several of them are the same as yours. This I love the sausage balls. Those are so good. I know the oh ones God, you're talking so about. Um, my mom always made monkey bread. Mm, yeah, that's yep. kind of our thing is monkey bread in the morning. One of my favorite traditions since the girls have been old enough is taking them shopping one at a time to go buy for their sisters. Mm, yes, yes. And it's, it's helped with the greediness that kids naturally have mm -hmm. with Christmas and, you know, what am I going to get? And, you know, they're writing their list to Santa and, you know, watching commercials and writing down stuff, going through catalogs. Um, which is fun too. I love going through catalogs with them, but watching them pick stuff out so carefully at the store, mm -hmm. even as young as they are, and then help wrap it. And then the joy they get having their sisters open the present they picked out. That's got to be my like favorite. Mm -hmm. tradition. Absolutely. Well, and you're also, you're fostering almost like this responsibility in them and like fostering that giving right. can feel 
so, so, so good, better than receiving. Right. And, but they, they have this like ownership in that gift and it's not like you went out and bought everything. Right. We wanted to do that this year, but I mean, Charles is just now three. And so we wanted to do that this year. Cause I feel like he was a little more old enough to kind of comprehend that. And just to be honest, we didn't, we didn't get to it. Still got There's still time, I guess. It's like a few days. So our favorite place to do these little shopping sprees is Dollar Tree mm-hmm. and uh, Five Below. Mm-hmm. We love going to those stores to let them pick out because it doesn't kind of showing it, it doesn't have to be a lot of money for them to enjoy the, right. the gift. Right. That's a great idea. We love we love Five Below, and they have so much. They have so much stuff there. We have so much stuff. Yeah, I, I love that tradition. It's so fun. Yeah, I, I look forward to that. We need to do that. Um, my husband was supposed to be off of work this week, but he kind of got uh, wrangled into a couple days worth. And so I almost feel like we're running out of time. So it was one of those things where I, I kind of am letting the pressure go and saying, it's just not going to happen this year. We're going to do it. We're going to do it next year. Well, and that's a great point about traditions too, <clears throat> of deciding that you get to pick which traditions you keep. Mm-hmm. And if, if a tradition isn't serving a purpose for providing joy, then don't do it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So, trying to see if in the definition, does it say it has to be like going on forever? Cause then right. it's not a tradition. Yeah. I mean, and what makes it a tradition that does it have to last for at least three years? Like what's the, yeah. the time length here? It does. It says the transmission of customs or beliefs from generation to generation mm. or the fact of being passed on in this way. It's more long-term. They're talking about generations. Right. So if a tradition is from generation to generation, then what is it that we're talking about? Where it's like a ritual maybe, or or even rituals or like a custom? That's a good question. And have we been using tradition in the wrong way? Right. I would say like, like the sausage balls or the monkey bread, that's been generations, especially if their parents did it. It's been at least two Mm -hmm. generations. If your kids are doing the same thing. Mm, Yeah. Um, and then we could be starting new traditions or trying to. Yeah, but, attempting, yeah. Yeah, but if it's something that we don't necessarily always do or if it's newer, then it's not a tradition, then what is it? Not technically, yeah. I don't know. When I was thinking of traditions, I was all, all these thoughts were going through my head, obviously, but I think you can end up missing traditions too if you have a relative, a grandparent, or uh, just like a friend that you've done something with forever and you've either moved away or somebody has passed and maybe that person was kind of the the leader of these traditions, you can mourn not having them. And even though you uphold them and continue them, it maybe sometimes doesn't feel the same. Right. I think there can also be grief in traditions. Absolutely especially if you feel that obligation to keep it going. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, sometimes you outgrow the tradition just by aging. Like for example, my sister and I, when uh, one of our Christmas traditions was we'd always wake, I mean, kids all wake up early on Christmas. Mm -hmm. So we would get to go get our stockings and we could open those up just the two of us. Right. Um, in my bedroom, we would sit there and she'd go get our stockings and then wake me up. Like, hey, it's <laughs> and we sit here and go through stockings and entertain ourselves until we could hear that our parents had gotten up. And that's something, you know, obviously we outgrew as I went to college and everything. And so I miss 
those because it's not really one I can get back. I don't live in the same home as my sister and my parents anymore. Yeah. So you got to grieve that and then pass it on to Mm -hmm. like, maybe my kids get to do that. They get to go get their stocking. That's kind of the boundary that was set for you. Yeah. You girls that you can pass on to your girls because, you know, you don't want to just like open everything while your parents are still sleeping. Right. Right. But making kids wait for a while is hard. Mm-hmm. So it was a pretty good I idea, hope, parents. Good job. I always remember Christmas because my Nana lived with us. I would always smell coffee because the coffee would be for like Folgers. I think it was mm-hmm. Folgers coffee and, you know, sausage balls. And mom and Nana would always be in their robes and house shoes. And, and Nana would take us behind uh, one of our hallway doors and we would have to wait. We weren't allowed to go into the, to the living room because our S-A-N-T-A, we have children with us, mm-hmm. um, ours left them unwrapped mm-hmm. yeah, and same. ready, ready to, you, you come out and there's your stuff. Um, and so we weren't allowed to really go out. And so we would have, they would close the door and Nana would be with us and they'd be like, all right, one, two, three, or, or she would be out there, but then we'd open the door and, and run out oh my god oh my god oh my god you know and you have all this stuff on the floor and that's just you know yeah uh, more of super super nostalgic and that's what we do with our kids now yeah well it's that anticipation that's become a memory for you and the, the mm-hmm. excitement of it I can't even remember half the presents I got but like I remember you know as you as you are recalling there's like certain memories about like what you ate or how you felt waiting to get to go see all the presents that's what sticks Mm-hmm. That's the special. It's not mm-hmm. exactly what gifts you got. Mm-hmm. I do remember a lot of my gifts. I will say that you do, um, but I do, but also because we have like al- like albums with photos. And so I frequently look through those. And so it keeps that yeah. memory, but I, I specifically remember getting these white Barbie roller skates with like pink or purple wheels. I think they were pink wheels and they had like the, the curly laces um, and I remember going out and trying to skate in them. Um, I remember one Christmas, I got like the most Barbie stuff I, you know, I've ever seen. <laughs> and, but I remember going out and it was like just a ton of Barbie stuff, like the camping and the, and the a Barbie Jeep and, you know, the, just all this. I remember getting a Jasmine one year, Aladdin and Jasmine and Jasmine came with two pairs of shoes and I lost a pair. It had to have gotten snagged when we were throwing the wrapping away but they were clear shoes and we looked everywhere for those clear little shoes and then do you ever remember that movie of the borrowers that little people oh, that live yeah, in your walls I about that yeah and I was like I was that age I was young I've seen that movie mm-hmm. and I was like there's borrowers and they're in our walls and they took my jasmine clear sparkly glitter shoes yeah those those memories are there. I remember a couple of things. I remember getting a bicycle mm-hmm. and I remember getting a, do you remember when the blow up furniture was really popular? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I never I got a blow was up allowed to have seat. one. Oh my God. Yeah. That's so cool. And talking to my mom about that as an adult, she was like, yeah, I almost passed out <laughs> to get that blown up. <laughs> I got a love seat. And my sister got like a cow, a little chair, an oversized chair with an ottoman, both blow yeah, up. I was going to say with that. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> that's so cool. <laughs> I think it's just as fun for the parents, if not more fun. Oh yeah. Like magic creators. And also exhausting. Yeah. Cause you've got to do the bit of 
being up late that one night, but then you also have to be up early the next day to not miss your kids waking up, which naturally they're going to wake up even super early. My my kids go to bed like so early. So as soon as they're in bed, I set the rule. Like if you walk out (laughs) your door, if you come out of your door, Santa doesn't get to come. Mm -hmm. So you can call me on the monitor if you need me, um, but you can't come out. So then as soon as they're in bed, I just go set up the stuff real quick and then they're not allowed to come out in the morning until. Um, yeah. Your girls are so good. <laughs> they aren't rule followers mostly. <laughs> yeah. So that helps. Yeah. June is too, but I think like the anticipation just kills her and she legit will be up to like 10 or 11 rolling around in her bed. Cause she can't go to bed. And it's like, but just close your eyes. For that brings anybody. up a good topic too, about accidental traditions. Mm-hmm. For example, there's the app where you can catch Santa in the act of delivering presents. I'll have what? to find it. And send, yeah, it's an app? there's an app. So you can take a picture of your living room or wherever and mm-hmm. place him there oh. catch him in the act. And I, I think that's going to be an accidental tradition that I'm going to have to remember to keep up. And then, oh, speaking of traditions, this is a good one. Are you an elf on the shelf? family. We are not, we are not either. No, (laughs) luckily so far we've gone without the girls. They they know who it is too. They'll say that's elf on the shelf, but they have never asked like why they don't have one, like why there's one doesn't visit Mm -hmm. here. I do not have the energy for that. Mm -hmm. There are so many other things that us as parents are doing during the month of December that that is the last, I, I refuse. I, I do not want one. Don't ever buy me one. Well, and it's one of those two. I think like, as we talk about traditions, you've got plenty, you know? Yeah. And I think you that, don't need, right. So for the people that needed another need, another tradition, I think that's a great, really fun mm-hmm. thing to do. But for those of us, I think like for people like you and I, we get people ask us all the time of like, Oh, how do you do it all? But we have clear mm-hmm. boundaries like that. Like you guys mm-hmm. see these certain things that we've chosen that we do, like I do the drawing on the napkin every day in their lunch boxes. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, how mm-hmm. do you have time for that? Well, I, they get uncrustables half the time. That's how I have time for that. Like yeah, I yeah. choose what, which ones right. I'm going to do. Um, and I think elf on the shelf is kind of the same thing. Like that could be your thing. And that's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, we have other stuff that we do. That's, it's just not one of them at least yet. Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> I love watching other people do it. But yeah, some people are I'm really not, creative. I'm like, I'm not, we, ha- we do have these there. Oh my gosh. I can't remember the name. Sarah Lee, Sarah, Sarah, something, but it's these little elves. So we do have elves and little figurines. It's not the elf on the shelf, but um, we do have elves in our home and I have multiple of those. It's my small collection of them. Um, and they love that, but they're not, they're not getting moved every night. No. It's the part that's stressful is the commitment to having to do it every night. I mean, I know there's a million ideas on Pinterest, but again, like it's okay. I'm not just going to pick one, right? I want to pick the ones that I like and that requires research, right? You've got to, and how many days are you doing it for? So you need that many poses and locations and things. And then you've you know got to wait until nobody's around to do it. And then no. No, 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 no. And then what supplies do you need? I mean, you need marshmallows for that. I don't have marshmallows in my house at all times, you know? And- yeah. I know people that that is like their favorite 
tradition and they look yeah. forward to when their elf shows up. Totally. Totally. And kudos. kudos. Yeah. Kudos. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's fabulous. I think, um, I think my brother's family did that for a while. I don't know. Maybe they still do. I haven't seen any pictures or anything, but yeah. I mean, I follow a lot of people that do it. Yeah. It's so fun to watch. I love seeing the creativity. And then I, I mean, we can take some of that creativity and use it for a different thing too. Yeah. Like yeah. apply it to the, the tooth fairy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. It's, you have I any... think it's fun to use those spontaneous, spontaneously throughout mm-hmm. instead of just for the, have to save them all for the elf on the shelf. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Have y'all been losing teeth? Your girls? We only Jessie's lost teeth. She's lost two. And what shall I say? What traditions are you setting up for the tooth tooth fairy? We had to explain brings a toy with the first tooth. It's a little extra special for the first tooth. Okay. And then um, something I've accidentally, an accidental tradition for the tooth fairy now is uh, or money origami. Oh yeah. It's been kind of fun. That's cute. So like her first one, she got a little heart that had a bow on it. And mm-hmm. I think it was a $5 bill. So like I said, mm-hmm. tooth fairy goes big on the first one. And then after that, no, um, <laughs> the second one I made the tooth fairy made a box out of $2 bills. Mm-hmm. Or is it one? Yeah. It was a slide, like a match box. So it had a dollar per piece. So that was $2 there. And then I made a ring out of another dollar bill and it mm-hmm. was in the box. So $3. But she was still like, where's my toy? <laughs> like, I don't think the tooth fairy brings a toy on every tooth. Yeah, I think that the money origami is going to stick because it's, it stays nice and little and, you know, yeah. easy. That was an un- unintentional tradition, but I'm enjoying it. I like doing that. And it's kind yeah. of fun to sit there in the evening with YouTube and trying to figure out how to fold these. And yeah. I should video myself because I'm cursing and laughing at myself, trying to get this teeny tiny folds in the right of spot. Course. And then. Oh, you got to like iron it back out. Like, oh, yeah, like, dang it. it back out. Okay. Go back, go back. Now. What did I do wrong? Yeah. It's one of those, right. I don't think it's important which orientation this dollar is. And then I get like towards the end. I'm like, it was important. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it, was. Start over. it was, it was, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. And maybe that's the point right there of traditions, traditions, even though it seems like it would be a boring thing because you're repeating something over and over again. I think the magic of occasions that that have traditions is from the tradition Mm -hmm. the tradition is what and the ritual is what brings the magic kind of like the the anticipation of it yeah especially with something like a tooth where you lose a tooth and you just don't know when that's going to happen it's not like it's the 10th of april every year you know right it gives you something that you know like a little a little bit of something you know that's coming but then there's always you know, something different or chaos in a situation. So like with Christmas, you know, the tradition of like Santa bringing you stuff, but you don't know what it's going to be mm-hmm. 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 The, the tradition of eating with your family, but you don't know what that's going to be like, you know, yeah. it kind of adds <laughs> one little bit of calmness, a little bite compared to the chaos of the rest of it. Do you ever feel like you have to uphold a tradition? Yeah, I think in order, like when it's more important to someone else than it is to me, mm-hmm. I feel like I need to uphold it for them because it's important to them, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm a part of it. So it is a decision I have to make, you know, is this something, is it harming me? Maybe not, but if it's 
like if it would really hurt them to let it go and I'm not like enjoying it, I st- I'll still do it because it's something that brings them joy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I might not like the tradition, but I'll, I'll do it for someone else. Mm-hmm. How about you? I'm not thinking of any personal situations, but I think some people feel obligated, but it causes them pressure, resentment, grief, you know, whatever it causes them. So they, you feel like you have to do it. But I was listening to a Brene Brown episode the other day, and she was talking about how sometimes you have to have that one moment of like an, you have to have the one awkward moment, the one moment of discomfort. So you don't live in resentment the rest of your life kind of thing. Yeah. Not the, not the rest of your life, but it's almost one of those things where, you know, you should give it up, but you are going to grieve the missing it. But at the same time, it's just not worth the effort anymore. It's not harm it's causing you. Yeah. The harm it's causing you. And so you have to eventually say no and have that moment of discomfort and awkward. People may not like it, but also this is what's best and you'll grieve and move on and be better for it. Yeah. If there's a tradition that's like harming you, then don't keep it just for the sake of keeping it. Yeah. It was a really good, it was a, it was a great episode. I love that Brene Brown. She's so good. You know, she had her book that released. Yeah. I have it pre-ordered on audible At- Atlas of the heart. So many good books and good podcasts and stuff to listen to. Oh yeah. Do we want to leave our listeners with a task? Yeah, go for it. Cause I was thinking, I can't really think of a challenge. Okay. For the journaling, I will say, is there a tradition that you miss and grieve that maybe you can incorporate in a new way to your I like family? that. Yeah. And to get to that one, I would say my challenge would be to write out traditions, good or bad, that like mm-hmm. you had as a child. Uh, you have now with your kids, all those traditions out centered around the holidays and then kind of take inventory and see if there's any that don't serve you that you'd like to get rid of. Or if you feel like there's some lacking somewhere. That's good. I like that a lot. I think sometimes too, with the holidays that you do and you do and you do, and somehow now you have these 20 things that you do every Christmas and you don't realize how much it actually is until you feel the heaviness of it in that season. Mm-hmm. And so being able to make that list is such a good visual for you to say, mm. well, oh my God, we do do a lot. A I think I need to, I think I need to nix something. That's my plan. That's what I'm going to do. You want to enjoy these things. You don't want to have to, I got to do this again. Or I got to do this or right. why torture you yourself for no reason. Yeah. That's not fun for anybody. Right. Yep. If, All right. Well, we got Christmas in just four days. And hopefully I'll get to see you because I'm going to come visit in Texas. I know. Please do. Oh my God. I'm so excited. We'll go grab a drink or something. We'll grab a drink and record an episode in in the back of somewhere. And you can hilarious. We should do the episode after the drinking. I'm down. I mean, (laughs) see what happens. Say no no more. (laughs) I'll edit it later. You tell me when and where. (laughs) Sounds good. All All right. right. Well, I'll see you in a few days then. See you later. Bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for being here. 
We hope you enjoyed our conversation and ultimately found some aha moments that allow you to reflect and take positive action. If you found this episode interesting and helpful, please consider liking, sharing, subscribing, and even leaving a review. As always, you are worthy, loved, and passionate.